This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now, from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story this half hour, the city of Chicago's crackdown on rogue buses from Texas dropping off migrants around the city has sent a lot of those drivers to the suburbs now to drop off their passengers with train fare to Chicago. Two of those buses showed up this week in Aurora filled with confused asylum seekers. WBBM's Brandon Eisen tells us leaders in Aurora took action today. A special city council meeting held on the fifth floor of City Hall in Aurora, ending in a nine-to-one vote in favor of adopting an ordinance effective immediately that requires transportation companies to notify the city at least five days prior to arrival and then receive approval first before individuals are allowed to disembark in Aurora. That approval only granted upon presentation to the city of a detailed plan that identifies how the individuals will be cared for, housed, and fed temporarily or permanently. Unscheduled and thereby unpermitted drop-offs will be subject to a fine with buses subject to forfeiture. Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin after the vote said that the ordinance is not meant to punish migrants but to protect them and hold accountable those putting them in unsafe conditions. Those that are irresponsibly and inhumanely dropping migrants off here without provisions and care that they need to be treated with the basic dignity that all human beings should be treated with. This ordinance passed despite a full 30 minutes of opposition during public comment. In Aurora, Brandon Eisen, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Aurora's not even the latest suburb to deal with the migrant buses detouring around Chicago. 38 migrants on a bus arrived to the metro station in Forest Worm in Elburn yesterday, all with prepaid tickets into Chicago. Village President Jeffrey Walter says board members will soon consider a measure similar to Aurora's and noted that the community does not have the resources to take care of new arrivals. Well, as you said, we don't have a hotel. We don't even have a bed and breakfast in Elburn. We have really no space to deal with that. Obviously, no budget. But yeah, honestly, um, I don't know what we would do if they decided not to go down the train. We we just don't have any facilities out here. Tenley Park this week passed new restrictions on unscheduled bus stops in response to concerns about migrant arrivals. Well, in the meantime, buses keep coming into Chicago. The city now says it knows of at least four migrant buses scheduled to come in today from the southern border. CBS 2 crews were watching as a bus rolled up in the West Loop this morning. Photographer John Guardo translates what one passenger says about his experience. La logística estuvo muy mala. The logistics were really bad. The planning, uh, they were on the bus for three days. Um, they didn't tell them anything, no information, and they just dropped them off, and then you're basically right now. Today, the head of the city's migrant response effort says they're working with leaders in Texas to head off future charter flights for new arrivals. WBBM political editor Craig Delamore will have more on that part of the story coming up at 3.31. We hope to get an update on a shooting that happened over six hours ago at a bar in unincorporated Wheaton. Police and sheriff's deputies responded to Rosie O'Reilly's bar in Gary Avenue just before 9 a.m. Initial reports claim the fight led to the shooting. Police say this was an isolated incident when one person has been arrested. A far south side man facing charges after police say he attacked a man in the Brainerd neighborhood last month. Police say they arrested 31-year-old Stefan Sander of the West Pullman neighborhood Wednesday at his home. It comes over a month after Sander allegedly hit a 61-year-old man several times in the head with an object before robbing him on the south side. Police say Sander has been charged with attempted murder along with armed robbery, armed habitual criminal, possession of a stolen firearm, and unlawful possession of a weapon by a felon.
Carolina Garibay, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. With help from Cook County, a south suburb hopes to reduce flooding. Cook County provided nearly $2.5 million to improve drainage in a section of Calumet Park along Winchester Avenue that frequently flooded when it rained. Deborah Stone, director of the county's Department of Environment and Sustainability, says this is just part of a broader program to reduce flooding in the south suburbs. We're working not just with Calumet Park, but also with Blue Island, Calumet City, Dalton, Riverdale, and Robbins, all communities long vulnerable to chronic and pervasive urban flooding. Stone says the projects reduce flooding by separating storm and sanitary sewers, paving parking lots and roads with material that allows water to drain through them, and building rain gardens. Jim Goodis, News Radio, 105.9 WBBM. Well, there's been a record-breaking wrongful conviction lawsuit settlement in Elkhart, Indiana. Andrew Royer spent 16 years in prison following a murder conviction that was later overturned because of what a judge said was egregious police and prosecutorial misconduct. It included falsifying and withholding evidence. Royer, who has an intellectual disability, confessed after two days of interrogation. The detective on the case, Carl Conway, would later be fired. The chief said his misconduct amounts to an assault upon on the institution of justice. Royer's attorney, Elliot Slosser, says the $11,725,000 settlement is the largest wrongful conviction settlement in Indiana history. Mike Krauser, News Radio 1059, WBBM. Members of Chicago City Council appear divided about the impact of yesterday's conviction of former Alderman Ed Burke on corruption charges. The guilty plea against the one time head of the powerful Finance Committee makes him the 32nd Alderman to either be convicted or plead guilty to charges related to their official duties. However, Northwest Side Alderman Nick Spasato tells CBS2 he doesn't see the verdict as a reflection of City Hall. You have a lot of hardworking, uh, considerate people. Uh, certainly Ed Burke was one of them also. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say City Hall's dirty. People make mistakes in life. And, um, you know, you get you got a good hardworking city council in there. And uh, I, I never saw any of their dirtiness in my 12 and a half years. Others suggest Burke's indictment ushered in a new era on city council, with Alderman not tied to the city's traditional political machine. Burke's set to be sentenced in June. All Local is a production of News Radio 1059 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up to date news and information.